Welcome, I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Live Full Life. We talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. I just teach you how to align your life so you can make these things happen. So I want to welcome you to the show today. Today, we're going to be diving into a topic that some of you may be a little too familiar with, and that's the topic of neuropathy. Why neuropathy? Uh, something that I talk about at least once a year. I, you know, I was looking back through the, my notes and everything. I haven't talked about this topic for about a year now or over a year possibly. But I think it's something that's very important because not only people that actually have neuropathy uh, deal with it, but their family members uh, see it from the from the outside and see how, how much of a detrimental uh, issue this is for people. Not only people that are diabetic, which is what most people think automatically about, they think about diabetes, but a lot of some of the you know patients with chemotherapy treatment end up with neuropathy. So I'm going to be diving into neuropathy, where it comes from, how to do something about it, uh, how to do something natural about it without drugs and surgery. Uh, we'll dive into all that in today's show. Uh, but, but before we get started, I want to also remind you, as always, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. Uh, you can press option two if you want to talk to somebody. If not, you can simply text that number. Again, that number is 937-552-7364. Uh, and again, you can find this show, any other show in the past on podcast or also Spotify by simply searching Living the Full Life with Dr. Juan. So as many of you who've been listening for a little while, if you're listening for the first time, I always like to get started and share my heart as to why it is that I do what I do, why I'm so passionate about what I do as a chiropractor, why it is that I actually get on radio every single weekend and I talk about a different health topic, and it's all because of my mom. So my mom gave me the dreaded phone call that nobody ever wants, uh, and that was a phone call nine years ago, February of 2014. My mom called me to tell me, the most devastating news, and she called me to tell me that she'd been diagnosed with breast cancer. So at that moment, she starts crying on the phone. Then, of course, I start crying on the phone because my mom is my hero. I saw my mom struggle day in and day out as a single mother of three to put food on the table and a roof over our head. So I asked my mom at that moment, Mom, what are you going to do? I said, Son, I know what I'm not doing. I'm not doing chemotherapy and radiation. Of course, at that moment, my heart sunk because I'm like, you know, that's the only treatment you can do for uh, cancer. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Uh, But I know one thing, Mom. I know God put an amazing power in your brain. And if your brain and your body are communicating at 100%, it ought to function and heal at 100%. So, Mom, let's get your spine checked. So we got our spine checked. And when you look at somebody from the side, you should have a 45-degree angle in your neck. When we took my mom's x-ray, we saw that she had lost 100% of the curve in her neck. My mom's neck was supposed to be 45 degrees. Out of 45, she had zero degrees, which is not normal. Strike one. From front to back, you are supposed to be completely straight. Well, from T1 to T7, her upper back region between the shoulder blades, my mom had a bend in her spine going out to the side, putting crushing pressure on those nerves. And when I saw it on her x-rays, I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt. I'm like, you know what? That can't be helping anything. Because at that moment, I realized, you know what? For years, really decades, my mom struggled with upper back pain, neck pain, headaches, chronic sinus infections. And every single time she went to a doctor, my mom always got the same exact answer. Here's a pill, a lotion, a potion, or a surgery. And she took it. She took the pills. She took the lotion. She never did surgery and would always mask the symptoms until literally years later, an explosion of cancer is right at her feet, right? So then now, you know, I asked my mom finally, I'm like, you know what, mom? I've been telling you for years, you know, do healthy stuff, exercise, eat better, drink water, do the healthy stuff. Why now? 
have you finally decided to do things differently? She says, son, simple. I finally realized that I can die, and I want to see my grandchildren grow up. Four of the grandchildren are my kids, Eden, who's nine years old, Eve, who's seven, John Luke, who's five years old, and Ellery, who's two years old. So my mom chose to take responsibility for her health in her own hands to afford my kids, nieces, and nephews the opportunity of having a grandmother in the future. And because of that, I am thankful, happy, blessed to report my mom is still alive today, literally nine years post-diagnosis, even though her doctors told her, you're going to die in six months if you don't follow our treatment. So my mom took responsibility for her health in her own hands. My question to all of you listening out there is super simple. The question is always the same. Who is responsible for your health? Take a moment and think about that. You are responsible for your health. But in our country, we do different things. We pawn our health off to doctors. We pawn our health off to personal trainers, nutritionists, chiropractors. You are ultimately responsible for what happens or fails to happen to your body because it is you who's in charge of it all the time, right? So this is why in our office, yes, we want to be friendly. Yes, we want to be loving. Yes, we want to be cordial. But some of the hard conversations we have are like, hey, listen, you need to do X, Y, and C different to get the results you want. Otherwise, you're going to still be unhealthy, right? So this is why I talk about different topics because a lot of people are just unfortunately at a loss for what do I do about neuropathy, Dr. Juan? How do I deal with it? What do, how can I treat it naturally? What can I take? What can I do about it, right? Some of you are completely lost in the sauce, as I say, right? And we say in the military, lost in the sauce. Like, you don't even know what neuropathy is, right? So I want to educate you. For those of you listening that don't know anything about neuropathy, I'm going to educate you what it is, what it isn't. Uh, if you have a family member that's dealing with it, suffering from it. But if you yourself are dealing with neuropathy, I'm going to walk you through what it is, how it happens, and what you can do differently so you are not suffering from this thing for the rest of your life, right? Neuropathy can heal. I've seen it done. Uh, you know, in our offices happen, but it's, every case is different, and that's the biggest issue. And a lot of people get so frustrated because, like, whoa, I heard a, a testimonial from your office, Dr. Wanda, neuropathy went away after three adjustments, and then, but I've been here for two years. Everybody's different. So this is where – uh, take it with a grain of salt, of course, as they say. Uh, your body's different. Your habits are, your habits are different. You, how God created you is different. So you can't get mad at yourself because you're not progressing uh, because you were created uh, differently than somebody else was created, right? And your body just adapts differently. So, so now let's talk about neuropathy, right? Again, one of the biggest things is that people associate neuropathy with actual diabetes and it makes complete sense so i'm going to talk about that first uh, and then i'm going to talk about you know how neuropathy also happens elsewhere but the reason why just very simplistically put the reason why people that have diabetes or pre-diabetic in some cases develop neuropathy is because uh, diabetes itself um, it's a destructive disease. So again, in order to understand neuropathy, we got to understand diabetes. So diabetes, especially type two diabetes, which is what most adults have. So uh, again, some people are like, I don't know if I have type one or type two. If you have type one diabetes, for the most part, so I'm not going to be generalistic in the statement, but for the most part, you would have been diagnosed when you were younger, uh, before probably 20 years old. Yes, of course, you you could be the person that got diagnosed later in life, et cetera, et cetera. But Typically, you're looking at a young patient that's been diagnosed, uh, you know, when they were in teens or, you know, late teens or, or or even younger, right? So that is, you know, type one. Type two is the type that we develop 
uh, if you don't take care of your health and you don't work out, if you don't actually like, you know, eat decent foods, if you don't do all those other things, what happens is that the cells become insensitive to insulin. So insulin is essentially, um, you know, the gateway key to open the door to allow sugar to come into the cell to be burned as energy, right? So, of course, we all know that, like, our bodies function on sugar. You can function on protein and also fat, right? But sugar, like, we crave sugar. We like sugar. Our system likes sugar. Like, our brain runs on sugar, on glucose, which is awesome, right? But the problem is that um, whenever it's too much of anything, obviously, that can be detrimental. So what happens is that as you're going through life and you eat, you know, really, really terrible diet, you don't detoxify, you don't ever work out, uh, you consume really, really bad things for yourself, right? You put your body and your cells in a position where that actual receptor is now desensitized. So what happens is that that insulin will come out as soon as you eat like a big you know meal with a bunch of sugar, and that actual insulin will not be able to open up the channel in the cell membrane to allow that sugar to come in. So that's step one. So now, now you're considered a diabetic. So like your A1C is like 5.7 or higher. Um, you know, you, you're urinating all the time. You know, you, you had that sweet smell to your breath. If you have like ketoacidosis, all those different things, right? So then now you're a diabetic. And what happens is that the cells, um, you know, are affected because the insulin cannot get into, I mean, the, the sugar cannot get into the cells because the insulin receptors are not functioning correctly. So then now the same is true for nerve cells. Nerve cells love sugar. So the problem is that, um, you know, they have, yes, they have a system that allows sugar in, but the sugar is actually more readily available and they're not as selective because they're like, you know, we'll use the sugar to create our action potentials and do whatever. Um, so the sugar over abundance of sugar actually causes those nerves to continue to fire over and over and over, over and over and over until those nerves essentially die, basically, just because of the overpresence of sugar. So then now, or blood glucose, we'll call it that, right? So then the nerves just basically slowly start dying and you start having either cramping-like pain, sharp stabbing pain, burning, uh, you know, your muscles kind of twitch from time to time. Your muscles might even be weak. You can't like coordinate movement, like walking, you can fall. Uh, you're super sensitive to touch, right? Like somebody will touch the bottom of your feet, like one of your grandchildren, your children, like, oh my gosh, I felt somebody stabbing with a knife, right? Uh, you can't regulate like temperature all that well. You like feel like, oh, you're, you know, it's cold, the floor is cold, but to you, it feels like you're walking on like frozen ice, right? So those are all the symptoms that are associated with neuropathy. And, um, you know, just to give a few, I mean, some of the, Really, really, um, you know, um, crazy ones are like, you know, paralysis uh, of the of the muscles that are, you know, being affected by that nerve, not being able to communicate with that muscle. So that's like extreme, extreme case. Right. But mostly people are dealing with the cramping, stabbing, burning, uh, excessive sensitivity feeling in their feet. That's when they know they have neuropathy. Right. So then not only is that. Uh, does that happen in the feet? And it's technically called peripheral, neuroph peripheral neuropathy. So I apologize, my, my accent got in the way there. But peripheral neuropathy is like the periphery, so like your hands and your feet. So it's not only in your feet that can happen, it also can happen in your hands as well. So some people can literally have neuropathy uh, in their hands and not their feet or vice versa or have it in both places, right? So now you you have to be aware that your neuropathy, if you have it and you have a terrible diet, you're overweight and you don't 
Uh, you don't eat a very good, you know, uh, a, a, a plethora of different foods. You're more likely to not either already diabetic or developing diabetes, and you don't even know it, right? So a lot of people, unfortunately, their first sign of being, them being diabetic is the fact that they actually start developing like cramping or numbness or tingling in their feet, and it's because they're developing neuropathy because they had this ongoing, you know, diabetes that is uncontrolled that they don't know about. Uh, and they can't feel things in their feet or their hands, right? It's typically feet, like nine times out of 10, eight times out of 10, it's typically feet that people are having issues with when it comes to neuropathy. So that is something that you should be aware of. So that's kind of like the basics of neuropathy. Now I'm going to dive into a next couple of segments, some of the you know, more in-depth, like what it is, what it isn't. And then we'll talk about some of the natural things you can do to help yourself if you do have neuropathy and you've been dealing with it for dealing with it for years. So right now, though, I am out of time in this segment. I got to take a quick break. Again, you're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957 WHIO, the answers and talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. Always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can also find us on Instagram. Our handle is at Full Life Chiropractic. You can also call our office or text our office at 937-552-7364. Uh, again, uh, 937-552-7364. You can text that number also. We do have a dinner coming up. On July 10th, this Monday coming up, July 10th at 6.30 p.m. at Basil's in Troy, the dinner again is an opportunity for you to come listen um, and understand what it is that we do in our office that sets us apart. Again, we're not better. We're not worse than any other practice. There's a lot of great doctors in our area, but we're just different. So you come, you listen, you eat. If it makes sense to you, you make an appointment. If it does not make sense to you, then you can literally go on your way. And if you ever change your mind or if you ever get hurt in the future, you can remember the doctor that bought you free dinner, right? But at the end of the day, you come and listen and learn how it is that we approach, um, obviously, natural healthcare in our practice. And then at that moment, you can make the choice for yourself whether or not our office is the right place for you. So, again, that dinner is coming up this Monday, July 10th. Free dinner. You can come by yourself. You can bring up to four of your friends. Uh, come listen, eat, uh, and then change your life if you choose to. So, uh, again, coming back from the break, um, the previous segment I was talking about neuropathy. For those of you just joining us in this morning, I uh, just want to dive into neuropathy. On the first segment, I talked about, you know, just some of the science, um, how actually neuropathy happens, right? You know, especially like the most common type, again, is diabetes, right? But I'm going to dive into some of the other causes that are not so common, right? So some of the things that people have, um, you know, issues with. So number one, uh, uh, you know, abnormal cause, not necessarily a very normal cause of actual uh, neuropathy would be an autoimmune issue, such as Jorgen syndrome or lupus or rheumatoid arthritis, Guillain-Barre syndrome as well um, could be causing um you know your neuropathy and you know some people actually may be having neuropath neuropathy symptoms due to chronic inflammation 
you don't even have to have an actual autoimmune issue. You can just be chronically inflamed all the time, and that's just destroying the myelin sheath, the insulation on your nerves, and that over time just starts causing the nerves to die, right? So that could be uh, reason number one, right? Again, rare. We talked about diabetes already, right? That could be another reason as to why you develop neuropathy in the feet or the hands, right? Infections as well can actually cause neuropathy. Um, you know, hepatitis B and C, uh, diphtheria, shingles, Epstein-Barr syndrome, even Lyme disease can also cause actual uh, neuropathy uh, in your feet, hands, etc. Um, some disorders that could be obviously inherited, which I kind of like, you know, the genetics piece, like, yes, genes are given to you, but like, it's how you live your lifestyle, whether you turn those genes on or off. So some inherited disorders could cause neuropathy. Of course, tumors, right? Whether it's cancerous or non-cancerous tumors can actually cause neuropathy just from, from the physical mechanical standpoint, because they actually will crush the nerve. Then the nerve essentially dies over time. Right. So clearly that could be another reason. Uh, bone marrow dis- bone marrow disorders as well, uh, obviously because uh, protein levels are obviously not um, not in, in in the correct levels, and then that could lead to other issues as well. That would then again just too much science to explain in the short time we have here, but that could also lead to neuropathy. And then other things like, you know, other diseases like kidney disease, liver disease, connective tissue disorders, uh, underlying thyroid issues, specifically hypothyroidism, all those things could cause neuropathy. Some of the ones that actually we uh, expose ourselves to that are probably even more common than some of those things that I just read off are alcoholism. So obviously eat, drinking too much, you know, alcohol would then lead to vitamin deficiencies that would then essentially cause the nurse to die, exposure to toxins, some medications, by the way, I know some of you don't want to hear that, but some of the medications you take actually cause neuropathy, specifically like, you know, chemotherapy, but even some over-the-counter and actual prescription medication can cause uh, as well, you know, uh, some of the neuropathies that people deal with. Of course, direct injury to the nerves can cause, obviously, neuropathy. And lastly, vitamin deficiencies like vitamin B, B1, B6, B12, and vitamin E are very crucial to the nerves functioning and healing and actually doing their jobs properly so i do have to take a quick break right now again you're listening to living the full life on 1290 957 whio the isn't talk it's our ask the expert weekend on the miami valley radio station with breaking news weather and traffic 1290 and 957 whio dayton's news and talk it's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us on podcasts via iTunes. You can go on Spotify as well. You can search for Living the Full Life with Dr. Juan. You can listen to this show or any other show that I've done in the past uh, or share with your family members that don't live in the area so they can get educated on these actual topics that I talk about every single week. So, uh, again, I want to remind you guys, uh, especially if you're just joining us again on the second half of the show, uh, we're having a dinner with the doc on Monday, July 10th at 6.30 p.m. at Basil's in Troy. Again, it's a free dinner. You come, you listen. You learn, and if it makes sense to you, then obviously you can set up an appointment at that time. Uh, again, that that dinner is this Monday coming up, July 10th at 6.30 p.m. at Basil's in Troy. Absolutely free. You can come by yourself or up to four friends. So, 
um, you know, also some of you might be like, yo, Dr. Juan, dude, I've been listening to you for four years. I know some of you are like that right now. I literally every single week or every other week or once a month, I meet one person that comes into our office. Like Dr. Juan, I've been listening to you for five years, bro. Like I'm, I'm ready. Like I knew that if something happened, I was going to come to you. I don't really need a dinner. You don't need a dinner. You can't actually come directly from the radio show to our practice and just mention, like, hey, I heard Dr. Juan on the radio. Automatically for saying that, you'll literally get a discount. Instead of $130 initial examination and x-rays, it gets discounted down to just $52. At that moment, you make the decision. Like, okay, hey, I'm just going to go ahead and go. So if you want to come to the dinner, you can text the word dinner to 937-552-7364. If you want to just make an appointment, say, hey, I just want to become a new patient. I'm going to give you a try and see what's going on because I've, I've been feeling bad. i tried everything else and nothing is working. You can then text the word new patient, the words new patient, uh, two words into the actual number, 937-552-7364, and then my team will get you uh, scheduled for that appointment and then go from there. But at the end of the day, if you want help and you want a alternative solution to the mainstream of drug surgeries, then you're in the right place. Just give us a call, and we'll be able to help you. So, again, coming back from the break, talking about neuropathy. Uh, you know, in the first couple of segments, I talked about what it is, what it isn't, what you know, diseases can actually complicate it or cause it. Like, you know, what medications can cause it, like chemotherapy, uh, if you have diabetes, etc. So that's the main, like, you know, the problem there. You know, it's just you have neuropathy. Okay, great, I have neuropathy. Like, what do I do about it, right? So now I'm gonna give you a couple of solutions, some things that you can actually start trying right now. Now, um, for you to be able to manage your own case, right? And I'm not saying be foolish and like not ever go to a doctor, right? Which I know men are kind of like that. It's like, yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm gonna rub mud on it and we'll keep working, right? And I get it. That's awesome. But the reality is that you might end up with gangrene also and get your foot cut off, right? So let's just be realistic, right? Uh, you know, I'm saying that out of love, right? I'm be being direct out of love, but be legitimately, you can't be foolish because. At the end of the day, you only get one body. You cannot replace it. You cannot upgrade it. The only thing you can do is take care of it because you cannot trade it in for a new one, right? So um, so I'm going to give you some tips on what you should do to actually manage these things. Even if you have neuropathy already, your doctors are trying to help you. They are giving you drugs and nothing's working. Maybe incorporating some of these things that I'm going to talk about next could potentially be what you need to do in order to get to that next level of healing when it comes to your neuropathy. So I'm going to really focus this on the diabetic neuropathy because that's literally the most common cause of neuropathy. So I hope you guys understand that. And even then, let's say like if your neuropathy was not from diabetes and it was from like chemotherapy, literally everything I'm going to talk about is going to apply anyways because it's literally the same pathophysiology. So big $2 word for saying the disease process progression. That's what that means, right? Pathophysiology and how it would happen. So literally – um. It's the same process, essentially. So the same process causes it to get from point A to point B. Then if we reverse that process from point B to point A, um, you know, we can do it pretty much the same uh, because it's the same human body, the same actual uh, neurological makeup of that human body. Even though, yes, we're created differently, nerves are nerves, muscles, muscle, sugar, sugar. You know what I mean? So that's the whole idea there. So some of the things I'm going to talk about, yes, they're going to sound more diabetic, um, you know, centric. But at the end of the day, 80-plus um, percent of you that have neuropathy right now that are listening to the show – it's probably because you have diabetes. So number one thing that you can do to start actually dealing with your neuropathy better, more naturally, is going to be um, blood sugar level management, right? So this is where you need to really hone in into eating a low glycemic index um, you know, food diet. So 
uh, basically is the foods that affect your blood glucose and cause it to go through the roof when you eat it. So example, all of us have eaten this, so like I'm not pointing any fingers because I'm, I'm there with you. I'm human too, right? So uh, grab a nice like Boston cream jelly donut, right? Or grab a, like a strawberry jelly donut and you crush that. And then you're like, man, that was good. I'm going to have a cup of coffee with extra cream and sugar and I'm going to crush a second actual donut, right? That is a high glycemic index food, folks. Like some of you don't know that. And that's like the sad part. Like our community, our government, our school system should probably teach us this. The sad part is like we're not taught this stuff readily available. Like you shouldn't be eating donuts for breakfast every single morning with coffee. That is a high glycemic index food. So what happens is you flood your body with a ton of sugar. Your insulin goes through the roof. Your sensors eventually say like, dude, there's sugar all the time. Like this can't be right. I'm going to actually shut myself off because literally like insulin shouldn't be around all that often. Like, so I'm going to shut myself off. I'm not opening the door for sugar to come in. I think there's something broken. Like, hopefully it gets figured out later. I'm just going to sh- close up shop for right now. And then you become literally diabetic, right? So this is where if you're already a diabetic, that's what's going on in your body. So crushing foods that are high in sugar and high in glycemic index, then you're literally causing more problems. So what you want to do is consume foods that are lower in the glycemic index, right? So for example, my favorite example is always like Granny Smith apples, right? Like everybody's like, oh, yeah, Granny Smith apples are green. They're kind of tart, whatever. Uh, or even just a regular Fuji apple. Why? Because when God created us and created food and created everything, that's what I believe in my office and that's what we believe, right? I'm not putting my beliefs on you, but that's who we are, right? And we don't apologize about it. But the, nonetheless, the, the actual sugar content in an actual apple is then sequestered or wrapped around or very closely mingled with fiber. So when you eat sugar and fiber together, especially soluble fiber, soluble fiber starts uh, fiber starts expanding with the water content in your body, and then secondly, it creates this like gelatinous like like coating around the bolus of food. So like when you eat food and you chew it up, like it goes from food it becomes it's called like te- technical, you know, scientific nerdy word, it's a bolus. So that bolus of food becomes uh, just this congealed like mass, like you've seen it before, because like you know when like your dog pukes, that's kind of what you're seeing, right? That's a bolus, right? But the thing is that that coating around it, like the mucus and the, and I know it's disgusting. I apologize. Hopefully you ate breakfast already, right? But like, all that that stuff, that gelatinous mass that's coming together is due, especially when you eat a high fiber diet, is due to the soluble fiber becoming expanded. So the really really cool thing, like again, our creator thought of everything. He said, you know what? I'm going to put a bunch of sugar in these fruits, especially like tropical fruits. I'm from Puerto Rico, right? So like pineapples, papaya, mangoes, they're super, and people love them because they're really rich in sugar. They're dehydrated through their process. The sugar becomes concentrated, right? But you eat that fruit, that fruit has fiber. So an apple has fiber. So that fiber, then what it does, it prevents your glycemic index or your blood insulin levels going through the roof. So the enzymes that break down sugar actually those enzymes come around they're like oh hey i'm gonna get at oh i can get in oh i'm gonna get out this sugar oh i can get in because the actual soluble fiber is around it congealing it and actually like almost like creating a a capsule around it and there's only a very small part that the actual enzymes can get in 
So, and that's the part that they actually chew off. So if you think about it, just again, to make it make sense to some of you, make a fist with your hand and the back of your hand, like where your knuckles are, just think of that all being covered up with like the slime. And the only part that's actually not covered is where your fingers are like curled up into your palm, right? That part is exposed and that's the only part that the enzymes can get to. Well, that's the only actual part that the sugar is going to come out of. So instead of literally digesting the whole entire fist, which is a ton of sugar, it's digesting just that part that's actually exposed. Therefore, your blood sugar gradually increases, your insulin levels gradually increase, and then they boom, start bringing down the blood sugar, and the insulin levels go down. That's how you manage your blood sugar. And once again, like Dr. Juan, that's a really long explanation. Why? Because I want you to understand the basics and be able to apply it. I shouldn't give you just enough information to give you a cliffhanger and then like, you got to come see me to figure it out. Ha ha ha. Like I want you to, to be able to apply it. So literally try this, eat your meal and then eat an apple afterwards. Eat a granny Smith apple, eat something that's high in fiber. What you're going to notice is you're going to have a lot of healthier bowel movements, which is awesome, right? That's a good thing. That's detox. Uh, but number two, you're going to notice like, oh, I don't feel as hungry. Number two, I I don't feel like I absorbed everything I ate. Like, And you'll feel like you'll feel satisfied, but you won't feel like stuffed kind of deal, right? So that is literally step number one, how to manage diabetic neuropathy or just neuropathy periods by controlling your blood sugar, right? Um, obviously, the second one is follow a healthy diet. And it kind of goes with step number one. But the the biggest thing with a healthy diet is that you want to be consuming things that are actually natural, like fruits that are whole fruit, not fruit juice. Again, drinking fruit, and this is where parents kind of unfortunately been marketed to and they fail in this aspect to recognize like, hey, fruit juice is not any healthier than water. It's actually worse because all the sugar concentration, a lot of people know that by now, but a lot of people don't. It's like, oh, no, here, Bobby, don't drink the soda. Drink the fruit juice. Well, guess what, Bobby? The fruit juice has just as much sugar as the soda. And the reason why is because you took all that sugar out of the fruit and you concentrated and you put water in it and now you're giving it to the child. It's like straight up. Uh, it's like literally putting an IV of sugar into their arm and just shooting it up because that's what's going to happen because, again, there's no fiber present to break to help you know delay that breakdown of the sugar. So water is a really good thing to do, uh, but literally like, you know, fruit juice, people think like, oh, it's great. So you want to stay away from things that shoot your blood sugar up, uh, such as, you know, like fruit juices, uh, refined carbohydrates. So what you want to eat is fruits, meats, vegetables, nuts. That's like the easiest way to remember it. Fruit, meat, vegetables, and nuts, because they're very, very good at having enough carbohydrates to satisfy you, enough protein to keep you full, and enough fat for you to actually have energy long term, right? So really, really smart to eat, um, you know, vegetables that are very, very full of antioxidants, right? Very smart to eat. Things like, you know, omega-3 fatty acid rich fish, right? And a lot of people talk about fish, like, oh, omega-3 fatty acids, they come from fish. Did you know that omega-3 fatty acids also come from grass-fed cows, right? So if a cow eats actual grass like they're supposed to and you get a grass-fed burger, that grass-fed burger is going to have more omega-3 fatty acids than an actual conventionally raised cow that eats grain that's not in their natural diet, right? So basically, you eat a grass-fed burger or you eat a you know piece of salmon or something like that that's wild-caught, you're going to have a high-level omega-3 fatty acids. And the cool thing about omega-3 fatty acids, especially EPA, is that EPA is a very powerful anti-inflammatory. And as you recall, 
on the second segment, I talked about that chronic inflammation can also cause neuropathy. So some of you might be controlling your blood sugar, you know, by eating a better diet, but you're not consuming anti-inflammatory foods. So folks, I'm out of time in this segment. I got to take a quick break. We'll pick it right back up. When we come back again, you're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957-WHIO, Dave's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us also by calling our office at 937-552-7364. Uh, again, that number is 937-552-7364. Uh, I want to remind you, we do have a dinner coming up July 10th, this upcoming Monday at 6.30 p.m. at Basil's and Troy. Dinner, again, is an opportunity for you to come listen to what we do, how we do it, how we approach health naturally. And at that moment, you can make a decision whether or not you want to give our office a try as far as getting healthy naturally without drugs and surgery. So if that is you, you can text the word DINNER to 937-552-7364. Again, that dinner is coming up this Monday, July 10th, 6.30 p.m. at Basil's in Troy. So coming back from the break, um, we've been talking about neuropathy, so I'm going to kind of land the plane and give you a couple more tips on what to do naturally to deal with neuropathy, right? So uh, one of the, the other things, I was talking about nutrition, and I'm going to kind of finish up on that on the last segment, I was talking about, you know, eating uh, omega-3 fatty acid-rich foods, like, you know, walcott salmon, and also, uh, you know, uh, grass-fed beef, stuff like that. Uh, Also, consuming really healthy fats, like coconut oil, uh, olive oil, nuts, because the actual nerve itself has a thing called myelin, uh, it's a myelin sheath, it's kind of like insulation around a cable. If you were to grab any cable in your house and you start stripping it down with a knife, you're going to get down to, like, the actual, like, copper or whatever, so... That insulation that you peeled off, that's basically the equivalent to myelin, the myelin sheath on, on our nerves, right? So those nerves have to be protected, and it also helps with conduction, this thing called saltatory conduction. Again, way too nerdy, way too much science. It basically speeds up because it jumps from one open spot to another. Nonetheless, all those things stay really, really healthy when you consume really good, healthy fats. So again, coconut oil, olive oil, nuts, right? You want to stay away from omega-3 fatty acids that are really, really high. Uh, you know, when you consume too high of omega-3 fatty acids, when they're too high in your body, that then leads to actual inflammatory response in your body. So, all right. So the last thing I want to talk about is exercise uh, and physical therapy and also detoxification. So the exercise part, let's talk about that. It'll go with detox, right? So the reason why exercise is really, really important is because, um, you know, this actually, it has a twofold effect. Number one, it helps you control your blood sugar. So let's say you did eat those two, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, jelly donuts, right? And you crush the coffee. Then you do a workout at lunch. What you're doing is you're actually forcing the body to utilize all that blood sugar. So it lowers the blood sugar, right? Which is awesome. The second thing you're doing, though, is also in the process of working out, is that you're actually causing those nerves to fire, so if you don't use it, you lose it, right? That's the saying. Same thing. So if those nerves like don't fire and you're not stimulating to fire, that message is not going to obviously kind of wake him up if it's not there. So exercising and movement is going to cause those nerves to start firing again. So 
And of course, with a healthy diet and reducing blood sugar, those nerves can actually start getting their feeling back or functioning uh, function back, right? So exercising has that first thing going for it. The second thing that it has is actually the fact that it helps you detox. And some toxins, especially like smoking, you know, uh, you know, kidney, you know, uh, issues, uh, the, you know, not not able to actually, you know, get rid of oxalates properly. All that stuff can lead to neuropathy. So exercising is great, but then reducing toxins is a secondary effect of exercising. So I highly encourage it. I highly recommend it. You don't have to be doing CrossFit like a wad of 17,000, you know, burpees. You can simply go for a brisk walk where you're kind of losing your breath and you can still hold a conversation. Do that 15 minutes a, a time. Do that, you know, two, three times a week. Get started somewhere because it's better than nothing, right? So exercise is definitely one of those things. The second thing you can do is start trying physical therapy. Physical therapy is amazing, right? And then what I'm going to highly, highly recommend is you start looking at the other modalities available, such as you know things available at Keystone Wellness, uh, like shockwave therapy has been shown in studies for plantar fasciitis and neuropathy, along with PEMF as well. So if you're interested in finding out a little bit more about that, uh, kind of a you know uh, approach at your neuropathy because you tried everything else. You should definitely give Keystone Wellness a call. Again, my best friend, colleague Timothy Lusk. Uh, he's located at 1741 West Main Street against Keystone Keystone Wellness. Uh, reach out to them. They have a lot of different modalities that are helpful for. Uh, neuropathy. So folks, I am out of time. Uh, go back and listen to it again. If you have any questions about something I talked about today and you want more information, please reach out again, 937-552-7364. Thanks so much for listening. You guys have a blessed week. And again, listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957-WHIO, the inches and talk. The power's on, the body heals. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, 1290 and 957-WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk.